Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, and welcome to Born Yesterday, a podcast in which I, Andy Barr, and my good friend Alexander Bennett... Hello there. ...have been cloning ourselves. Yes, indeed you do. We have been cloning ourselves, and in the 24 hours that the clones have been alive, the, the clones have learned about three things. You fucking know it. And those three things are then told to our special comedian guests, who have to then describe other things to the clones on the understanding that they only have the three things mentioned in the first place as the basis of their understanding for all things. The three things in this episode are Andy Parsons. The song Oops, I Did It Again. And an air fryer. Yep, those are the three things, that's it. Now we have to make a decision Yeah, as to whether or not to do the entire rest of the intro in, intro in Andy Parsons' voice. I think that that would become grating for us, uh... Just imagine how it is. Just imagine how it is for Andy Parsons. Yeah. Morning. Oh no. (laughs) Who's he saying morning to (laughs) himself? (laughs) Uh, Time for my shower. Oh, it's a little cold. I I think we've all collectively (laughs) forgotten what he actually sounds like. uh, No, this is spot on. That's that's it. Is it right? Okay, fair enough. I will. Come out to bat for a moment for uh, a radio. For a little shower. It's cold, like it always is in Britain. Uh, for the radio. I'm f- going to go downstairs have my breakfast. Radio Four program Parsons and Naylor's pull-out sections, which I've heard about. <laughs> Pardon 20, me. <laughs> Twenty or sixteen, seventeen, eighteen years ago, and at the time when I was, you know, fourteen or twelve or whatever the fuck, I thought it was funny. Uh, listen, he uh, he's got a withering eye, and it's ma- it's amazing the job they do with makeup. Too. <laughs> <laughs> please, <laughs> please disguise my withering eye. 
you know, I think I think it's actually very you know very brave of him. He could wear an eye patch, but he chooses yeah. to, to just have that out. He keeps that yeah. withering eye. It out there. raises awareness. It raises awareness for people like him. Yeah, yeah. An extremely localized degenerative condition. <laughs> you would not believe this, but I suffer with a withering eye. <laughs> Let me cast it over the week's news. Stand back. <laughs> What's it in it? Pass. What's the Yes. <laughs> Stand back. I'm creating satire. I'm emitting my oozing my satire enzymes to <laughs> glob onto the news in order to get it into digestible chunks. Yeah. Let me ex- explain those things to a Radio 4 audience. Yeah. Um, Andy Parsons has made me laugh many times. It's just easy to mock him because he looks a bit silly and he's got a silly voice. He's bald. Yeah, that's not really why he looks silly. Fancy keying in onto. Well, it's the conversation. It's the combination. It's a load of constituent parts that otherwise would be yeah. unfunny if, if in another setting. But uh... He's got a shiny dome. Check. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. He's yeah. got a strong moustache. Yeah. Check. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. He grits his lower jaw like he's constantly in over fucking agony or having a shit, which is a little unusual. And the combination of all three factors make him look like a strongman mid-stunt at every point in his life. Yeah, I guess. I guess. And it's a particularly funny look for someone who does political comedy to have. Mm. It's like going to a Victorian circus. See the amazing strongman in his incredible feats. I was reading a newspaper in Kettering the other day. This There's is too many slip roads. <laughs> <laughs> My withering eye. <laughs> he's like, have, he's like to... an oracle. <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like a giant baby in space overlooking everything. Yeah. It's Andy Parsons' withering eye sees through time. Just quickly on the topic of strongman, more of a PSA for for people there. Mm. Um, if you have the chance to look up the uh, a former Bulgarian strongman, still still Bulgarian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe he was Bulgarian anyway. Dimitar Savatinov. If you get to look up him sort of mid rep, he has a big bald head and his whole head sort of the back of it scrunches up in such a manner that it looks like you can see his brain. Yeah. It's fantastic. Apparently he's got he's got a lovely little um he's got a little dog, like a oh, sort of Pomeranian or something. Mm. So um so look that up. Dimitar Savatinov. <laughs> Sounds like my takeaway order. <laughs> the withering eye doesn't always hit. So. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. There's uh, an episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> At least one. And yeah. Um uh I think it might be David Tennant's incarnation of the Doctor. Mm. Suit and converse? What a crazy card. Yeah. Uh, what a character. What a card. Honestly. Um, like a start-up CEO. Mm. Very ahead of his time. Very ahead of his time. Uh, wonderful actor, David Tennant. Anyway, he's, he's talking to... National treasure. ...one of the Daleks. And he's taking through... The sort of uh, cipher for the Nazis, right? In yeah. Doctor Who universe, yeah, they are aliens contained within a tank, so they're literally built into a tank. Right, that's the philosophy behind their okay. construction. And he's taking one of his companions through 
the fact that the Daleks You're are... You're Whovian. Sorry? You're Whovian, are you? I do like Doctor Who. You're Whovian. I wouldn't use that oh, I'm, word. I'm off. <laughs> I wouldn't use that word, but I do like Doctor Who. And uh... I call you Hoots. <laughs> hoots. Yeah. And the Doctor is explaining to his companion... The, the the fact that the Daleks aren't robots, they're, you know, real beings, flesh and blood, that chose to live this life inside a tank. Who's your favourite Doctor? I'm not getting into that. Um, And uh, he's also saying that they're in constant pain. What's your favourite TARDIS feature? Because having married their... Who they who they married? Bodies... Who conducted that service? In a metaphorical way, they've married their bodies and a physical they've way. Married their, what, one of, like one of them people who marries themselves. It's a sort of, uh, you know, midlife. Um, it hurts uh, the Daleks that they've attached their biology to a mechanical tank. And you know how the Daleks talk, Andy? Yeah? You do know. Exterminate! Yeah. And the doctor says. Because they're in so much pain, right. he looks the Dalek dead in the eye right. and says, no wonder you're always screaming. And that's what I think of when I think of Andy Parsons. Which eye do they look in? <laughs> Alexander. Yeah? Did you ever find occasion in your youth, or more recently, mm. to listen to the musical stylings of Britney Spears? Not really, no. All right, fair enough. I quite like If You Seek Amy, which is a good Britney Spears song. What? Uh, she did a song called If You Seek Amy. Oh, I thought you said If You Seek Amy. And I was going to say, well, what, what, do, what does the C and the K stand well, for? Well, you're onto something there, Andy. Right. What could they stand for? Well, they don't really stand for anything. Right. Um, uh, because uh, if you say the sentence, if you seek Amy really quickly... Yes, but what do the C and the K... What could they stand for? No, Andy, say the sentence really quickly. I will not. Well, then you'll never know. <sighs> if you seek Amy... Well, look, I get it. Do you, though? Yes. What is it, though? It's about looking for a, a, a missing child. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, you know, Zodiac-style message about... From a yeah. hostage-taker, perhaps... Well, it was a real life Weird. case that Britney Spears yeah. was singing around. Yeah, she, you know, there was a, there, you know, there were a lot of kidnappings at the time on the news. Famously, yeah, yeah, nineties, big for it. Yeah, and uh, you know, you want to spread awareness as much as possible. Yeah, and Britney- put a song on the side of a milk carton. Yeah, and 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 you know, Britney. Of course, she- they had to imagine the tune back then. Well, you know, it was the nineties. You know, you had MTV, and yeah. Britney Spears went. I, I, I know, I can get this kid's face out there, mm. and uh, you know. The, the song is basically if you see Amy like mm. me like mm. I do I'm looking yes. for Amy yeah then contact this number yeah did they find her Britney Spears actually dressed as a schoolgirl to give a sort of impression of what <laughs> Amy would have looked like <laughs> mm. um unfortunately eventually in the woods near her home Amy's body was recovered. Absolutely fine. She was just asleep. No, no, no. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> you know, her body was recovered. And that's what the song Toxic's about. 
Our two fantastic <laughs> guests. There's another thing we haven't talked oh, about. Oh, yeah. You ever cooked anything in a fucking air fryer? <laughs> you ever air fried anything? Um, and then eaten it? Uh, air frying's like a cult. Mm. Everyone who gets an air fryer has this sort of glazed over look in their eyes. Yeah. In a sort of, you know, body snatcher kind of thing. I did try and buy one. Fortunately, we failed the hold on everyone <laughs> hold, on, hold on everyone there's an absolutely no, devastating anecdote no, incoming no I was trying to do clear it. the decks I was trying to do a bit but um <laughs> but you talked over it so I'm not going to do it now oh sorry no. what, what was the bit no no that's a shame no gone sorry I was also trying to do a bit at the yeah. same time yeah 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 well I was trying to supersede your bit by doing another bit that I just thought of and I couldn't be bothered to play along with whatever mm. bit of crap you were going to trail along out your arse mm. And that's the difficulty when you're just riffing like we do. Yeah. Is that sometimes the bits, you know. Shut up. Now. <laughs> I have a bit. <laughs> Britney Spears was actually singing about missing children. <laughs> it's about a murder. It's about a murder. Parsons has got a ganny eye. <laughs> if you see KB, it's not <laughs> about what you think it's about. No. You're going to be furious when you find out what that song's doing. <laughs> I bet I am, yeah. I've eaten things out of an air fryer before. <laughs> but did you not even think to put them on a plate first? Sticking your fucking head in there. <laughs> that's my, that's, as I turned to my oh, mother... Bennett's got burns on his... <laughs> my, my scorched mouth bleeding. My mother went, I'll tell you what you need. <laughs> plate. Yeah, no, it's, it really is incredible how it gets rid of the calories. <laughs> what burning your mouth? No, the air fryer. It's uh, less yeah. calorific. Is it? I believe so because you're not using oil. That makes sense. I think that's it anyway. Huh. I don't know. If you could air fry one thing, what would you air fry? Baby Hitler. <laughs> I'd take it back in time. I'd have to get it adapted, of course, to uh, run off off matches. (laughs) You're Hoovian. Back in time. Jump in my TARDIS. (laughs) Look, Doctor, if that is your real bloody name, I'm commandeering this vessel for an important Mm. bit of sport. (laughs) The sport is, what, getting baby Hitler in an FRI, like dunking a basketball? Yeah, so I'm I'm actually going back from 1932. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I don't even know what's going to happen with Hitler, but I've just got this crazy idea. <laughs> There's this baby. <laughs> I, I cannot, I, I've, I taken, stand I've, it. I've taken a personal dislike. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine a time traveller mm. going back in time and meeting someone, going, I'm going to kill baby Hitler, I'm going to do it. And just as they get there, someone's already done it. And they go, oh, fantastic. <laughs> what? That, yeah. Hey, I wouldn't have expected you to be so pleased. You killed baby Hitler, one of the history's greatest genocidal maniacs. Oh. Oh, yeah, I have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Ooh. Well. That's my rationale for, for having done it. Yep. Uh, and don't look at this manuscript. <laughs> now I'll take these drawings and several souvenirs. Mm. Yeah, I guess you can keep his scalp. If you see Cadolf. 
our two guests in this episode. <laughs> I might leave that really long sigh in. Yeah. Yeah. Our two guests in this episode are Stefan Allen and Jenny Collier, both fantastic comedians who you should seek out on various forms of social media and uh, follow what they're doing, what they're up to. Yeah, I was trying to think if there was an F-U-Seek, Stefan Allen or Jenny Collier, um, but they don't scan. doesn't scan. Just say the sentence once really quickly. If you seek Jenny. No. <laughs> the original. Collier. If you seek Amy. What? If you see Kami. What are you talking about? If you see Kami. What? If you see Kami. What? <laughs> are you having a problem? <laughs> Something happened to you. If you see Kami. No. <laughs> That's what the song is. What? If you see Kami. No. That's what the song's about. What? If you see Kami. What are you talking about? Give us a five-star review wherever you listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, just discount the last sort of 30 seconds or so. <laughs> You've got to get this, Andy. Yeah. What? <laughs> F-U-C-K, mate. What are you talking about? The song. No, I've never heard it. Well, I'm telling you what it is. It's a song by Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Where she says, if you see Amy, as in, are you looking for this person? Yeah. But really, she's saying, F-U-C-K, mate. If what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take the words. Jenny Collier and <laughs> on the podcast. You can find them. You can seek them out on social media. They're on all forms. All forms of social media. You can find a lot of their funny content online. <laughs> Happy with that plug, are we? <laughs> you can find some of Stefan's and Jenny's. Jenny Collier's little nuggets, entertaining <laughs> little nuggets, wacky, wacky skits online. <laughs> some of the funny content. <laughs> well, you can find some of the less good stuff out there as well. It's all, it's all. Should we? Out there. Should we listen to some of our funny content? <laughs> Ring the funny content bell. Okay. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. Jenny Collier Hi And Stefan Allen Hello Thank you very much indeed for agreeing to explain a few things to us today Absolutely fine Thanks so much Um, Jenny, you're making noises I've just eaten a meal And I swallowed a lot of air with it Mm -hmm. And so pockets of that are coming around and moving around But you won't smell it It is just a movement, not an emission Well, I hope at some point Pardon me we we come to terms with the, the meaning of all of those words. <laughs> yeah, we didn't of understand course. that as it stands. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what we do understand. Uh-huh. We've learned about three things in the time that we've been alive. Um, the first of which is we know who Andy Parsons is. We are familiar with the song, Oops, I Did It Again. <gasps> uh, we're f- we're going to be fine. Oops, I Did It Again, okay. And we know one air fryer is... I don't, but that's uh, fine, because those first two are enough for me. These three things we understand. Okay. Uh, Jenny. Yes. Bearing in mind what we understand. Yeah. In one minute, could you please explain to us who Joseph Stalin is? Okay. Your time starts now. Okay. So, you know um, Andy Parsons? Yes. Um, and he's a, a baldman. 
A man with with a with a with a nothing on upon his head. Well, that's not and the true. Head's the top bit. Oh, has he got? He's got no hair. He's got no fluffiness on the top of his head. Yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. fluffiness on the bottom of his head. Oh, is there? Yes. Yes. And um, so he's a bald man because he doesn't have that bit on top. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And so that Joseph Stalin is mm-hmm. the same. He's bald. I think so. Okay. okay. Yeah. And he Does he also, have any other qualities we should know about? So, um, so Andy Parsons says, "I don't know about you." And, <laughs> and how does, how, how, how Stalin, does he say that? He says it. I don't know about you. Yeah, and how does Stalin say it? Um, <laughs> he says it with an Italian accent. Italian. <laughs> I think he's Italian. Oh, is he Italian? He's not Italian. Uh, I tried to say. Out thank, you, thank you, Jenny. So <laughs> thank you, Jenny. In one minute, you've explained to us that Joseph Stalin is Italian, bold, and he says, I don't know about you, in a comparable way to Andy Parsons. Thank you, Jenny. Is he Thank you. He's, he's, he's not. No further information required. <laughs> Jesus, goodness sake. We've got a lot to get through here. I'm already sweating. Do you know where Stalingrad is? Oh... <laughs> Stefan, in... can I be a clone as well? Maybe you are. Maybe. We don't, we know. don't know. We don't know. Um, in uh, in one minute, could you please explain to us who David Lynch is? Your, Your time, time starts, starts now. now. David Lynch makes films. What are films? Uh, well, films are a bit like uh, you know how Andy Parsons is a stand-up comedian. No, we just no? we're just familiar with who he is. You just know who he says. is. Yeah. Well, he so he says things out loud, and those things certainly does are recorded. I don't know about you. That's one of the things he says. <laughs> and those are, and then you can watch those recordings in your own time. Why? Uh, for fun and entertainment. Okay, and, uh, and why would watching Andy Parsons be fun? Uh, that I think that was pointed, Clone One. Uh, <laughs> I do don't have understand. Names? <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. Well, um, be, because the things that he says are sort of wry observations, often about political life, and those are sort of what satisfying. Is, what is political life? Uh, it's it's what goes on in the world of politics. What's that? Politics is sort of the soap opera of what's a soap opera? A soap opera <laughs> is like a TV show about what's a TV show. A TV show is a program that is. Pre- made for television. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Andy, would you like to sum up who David Lynch is? I have absolutely no idea, but I do understand that some people find watching Andy Parsons say I don't know about you entertaining, and this can come in a number of different formats, whether it be soap opera, uh, television show, uh, some of this maybe tangentially. Film, Film? yep. Connected to who, who David Lynch is. Yeah. Thank you, Stefan. But we'll never know for certain. <laughs> but thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Those were some people that are <laughs> keen to learn more about. Uh, we're also aware that other places exist separate to this place. And we'd like to learn more about those other places. Jenny, in two minutes... Could you please explain to us what the Valley of the Kings is? Mm. Your time starts now. Mm. Um, so the land that is around us, so the thing that we're on, yeah? The, the, the sort the, of the hard the thing that we're on. substrate upon which we're on. Substrate? Yeah. Okay. The, like the thing that our feet are on. Yes. Um, it goes up at the sides 
For a valley. <laughs> <laughs> for, a va- for a valley, it goes up at the side. A valley is when the thing our the feet are on. straight goes up. Goes up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Either side of you. Um, and how, then how close? I can. It can vary. In so if, if you're... Do you... Are you... Is your position central to understand... Can something be a valley when you're not there experiencing the sides oh, yeah. going up? Yeah, yeah. But just to let, just because I'm trying to help you imagine it, I'm yeah. telling you about what you're standing on and it goes up at the side. Right, okay. And so it can be there without you in it, right. it without a clone in it. Okay. It can just be there being. So it's not de- dependent on our perception of it? No. Okay. Thanks. Um, good question, though. And, um, Thank you. And then it's got kings in it. What are Sometimes they? they are me- men with a hat <laughs> <laughs> that, that's got ju- jewel, it's bejeweled. Right. And they are in charge so, of stuff. What's a hat? Yeah. Um, a thing that you put on your head for decorate, just for decoration. So if Andy Parsons wasn't bold, would he be wearing a hat? Um, he could wear a hat and he could wear any kind of hat. But to be a king, you also have to have some like stuff rubbed on you behind the curtain. And then told in front of the, like the world that you are you're like the main hat wearer. What curtain? What stuff? What's the world? <laughs> um, so some men, mm. like of which Andy Parsons is one. Um, Andy Parsons is one of some men. Yeah, yeah. So so he's like. So you'd have to take his and Britney Spears' clothes off to know what I'm talking about. But it doesn't really matter. But <laughs> fine. <laughs> time's up. Yeah, time's up, Jenny. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, what you've told us there is uh, that the Valley of the Kings, well, a valley is uh, what happens when the bit you're standing on goes up at the sides, whether you're there or not, and a king is a sort of Andy Parsons wearing a hat, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. John. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Stefan. How's that meal doing? Actually, it's scared it back down from all of this. Actually... There, there you go. Okay. Thank That's you, Jenny. Let's come back. Me. Sorry, just cut that bit out. No. No. <laughs> There's we'd, so many no. podcasts. We don't know what that is. <laughs> we don't know what that means. No, we, we, no understanding. Um, Stefan, in two minutes, could you please uh, explain to us what a butterfly garden is? Uh, well, a butterfly garden is... It is technically a garden, I think, but actually it's sort of often more of a, a tourist attraction. What's a garden? Uh, a garden is a small, uh, usually small area outside of your house of sort of cultivated nature. What's your house? Uh, a house is what you live in. Uh, it's uh, a building. So, uh, so it, it's un- if a garden is cultivated, your house would be uncultivated? Uh, no, the, the house is also cultivated. Uh, both house and garden is... A, is a space that you control so that it's nice to live in. But what's, what qualities, do they differ or are they the same? Uh, yes. Uh, the house, you would have an artificial sides and... Uh, an artificial valley. An, an artificial valley. Yeah. valley yes. That, uh, but, but, but there is a ceiling to it as well. Oh. There's no. a top bit to There's the a valley. a top bit that covers the rest of the valley. Would you describe it as a hat? Uh, uh, only metaphorically. What does that mean? So, th- so no. that means it's not actually a hat, but it, but people might be pleased by you calling it a hat, right? If so, you, if, so, if, so, you, so your house is a sort of false king. Yes. Right. Okay. What was I explaining? Would somebody <laughs> a butterfly garden? Yes. So, so, so. Um, you I would... think Andy had a question. 
Sorry, Andy. Well, I was just going to I was just going to ask if you were to put a metaphorical hat on a valley does that make it a house? Um, <laughs> I don't think it's possible really to put a metaphorical hat on a valley very easily. I can't imagine what that could mean. But, but, but in, with difficulty? Uh, well, I mean, I suppose if you had supernatural powers, but I think it, within What the are realm, supernatural powers? Supernatural powers are powers that you wouldn't expect someone to have. Such as? Uh, so if Andy Parsons could fly, for example, you'd think that was supernatural. As opposed to what are his, what are Andy Parsons <laughs> what are Andy Parsons' natural powers? Uh, wry observations uh, a, a, about fun, about political life. A funny voice <laughs> and asking asking and a strong look. <laughs> those, those eyes mean. Your time powers. is up, Stefan. Thank, Thank you. you very much Thank indeed. Oh, I should have explained butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what was the third thing that you guys know? Uh, we have an understanding of Andy Parsons, the song Oops, I Did It Again, and what an air fryer is. Oh, an air fryer. And building on top of that, Andy, what have we learned about what a butterfly garden <laughs> is from Stefan? Uh, a, a butterfly garden is known only in opposition to your house. So you need to understand what your house is first, which is a sort of valley which has had something placed on the top of it, uh, which probably isn't a hat in a, either a literal or a metaphorical sense. Um, and that, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> Thank you. You're Stephen. doing very well. I'm Thanks. really proud of you. Thank you, Stefan. Butterflies are in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever they are, we appreciate mm. the uh, encouragement. Um, we are fascinated with human beings uh, and yeah. the particular area of the human experience that probably holds the most fascination for us is the world of art art, mm. and the world of creativity. Mm. Um, Jenny, mm. in three minutes, uh. could you please explain to us what's happening in the song I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred? Mm. Your three minutes start now. So what's happening in that song is a man with, again, a bald head right. is singing would about... Would you describe him as a king or...? He doesn't um, have a hat on. He, I'm, I, maybe he, he does. does I don't I know. He sometimes wears a hat. It might, I don't know if he wears a crown. Um, he is he, he still is, a king if he's not wearing a hat? No, uh, no, he's not a king. Does any hat render somebody a king? No. Okay. Is this the is the ointment behind the curtain? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I did explain it quite clearly. <laughs> well, you didn't. You didn't actually explain that it was ointment. Oh, didn't yeah. I? Did no. I? What did I say? Well, you said that they get something oh. rubbed on them behind the curtain. Sars. Okay. So we now know that that's ointment. Yeah, so yeah, some kind of ointment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right said Fred probably put not okay, not ointment, but you know, it, so similar to an air fryer, you know, you put oil in an air fryer. Yes, he'll put a bit of that on his onto his body to dance around and declare to the world that he's um, a sexy, that he's sex, that what's, he's sexy. What's dancing around? Dancing around is when music plays and it makes you move your body in, and you're like, makes you mm. like um, want to have sex with people, and so that's what he is like. So, so does oil assist with this? For, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we are familiar with music because, of course, we know the song "Whoops, I Did It Again" by, yeah. by Britney Spears, yeah, which makes you want to have sex. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You've seen the video, well, right? I don't, I don't, we haven't seen the video. We're just familiar with the song. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, well, the video is pretty horny. <laughs> Okay, what happens in the horny oh, video? To, well, uh, she's got um, air fryer stuff on her as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so right. what, they, what everyone what? does is get themselves basted up, <laughs> moving around, 
and declaring that they are sexy. What happens in the Oops, I said, Oops, I did it again video? Oh, I'm thinking about a different one of Britney Spears' songs, actually. What are you thinking about? I'm thinking about um, Hit Me Baby One More Time. What's that about? It's, that's about banging people as well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think, I mean, actually, the lyrics are a little bit like global, like don't actually mean anything. Um, so don't worry about that. Don't trouble okay. your pretty clone heads about that's the, another like, thing. lyrics. Of that's another thing that doesn't matter. Yes, right. exactly. I'm well, global. Um, can you quantify global. what sexy is? So um, do you know what sex is? No. 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 So, um, right, wait till you hear this, right? <laughs> <laughs> We will if it happens in the next 26 seconds. So if you really like someone and yes. it, you've got a hole or a peg, you, you put it in or, or receive it. And then that's, I, I'm as bamboozled as you because it's, what is that, eh? Yes. And then you kind of move around. When do you hand them your peg? Oh, no, you don't hand it to them. It's part of you. So it's, a part, it's on your body and you just put it into their bit of their body and um, writhe around rhythmically. Until um, Would until you've both gone. Yep, that was all. That was great. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank I'm you. making it clear that I also do not know what sex is. <laughs> well, we've we've got a little bit of an understanding of what it is mm. now. Uh, what happens in the song "I'm Too Sexy" by Right So Fred is that um, somebody similar to Andy Parsons, covered in oil, um, mm. sort of rives around. And declares and, de- and declares that they're capable of, of um, either putting their peg in someone's hole or, or putting Receiving their hole over someone's peg. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Jenny. He was Thanks. Russian. Joseph Stalin. Yeah. Oh, I see. Right. Thanks. Who was I thinking of? Uh, Mussolini. Mussolini. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Stalin of the West, as we called him. I try and stay out of politics. He <laughs> very successfully. <laughs> Um, Stefan. Yes. In three minutes, could you please describe to us Saturn Devouring His Son by Francisco de Goya? Uh, okay. Um, I'm not an expert, but this is a painting, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's that? Uh, so it is where you've made a picture out of paint. And, What's paint? Uh, so paint is pigment that you have sourced from the outside world. You know gardens, of course. We know of gardens. And so uh, from gardens, uh, things grow. Butterflies? uh, Yeah. So butterflies are animals that help the things grow, but the things themselves are plants and flowers. How do butterflies help things grow? Uh, By where they move from one thing to another, Mm -hmm. uh, and seeds uh, slash pollen. They put their peg in the hole. They put their peg the in the flowers. hole. Yeah. They have sex with flowers. Yeah. Well, the flower. No, the flowers don't have sex directly. There's okay. a sort of middleman, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which 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 is butterflies mm-hmm. and other insects. Right. Okay. Uh, and so and so. Uh, and, the, and they, they you're saying they walk on things? Uh, they, they, yes, they, they, they fly. In fact, they like like uh, Andy Parsons. Like Andy <laughs> yeah. can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, very exactly like that. Um, and butterflies are meant to fly, so that is not supernatural. That's a natural power. But mm. if the if the butterfly had dry observations on the week, that would that would be, be supernatural, supernatural right. power. It's not meant to. Oh, have no, power. that's that's Parsons' uh, purview. Exactly. Um, it would be sort of creepy but interesting if a, if, if a, if a, if a, if a butterfly did that. Uh, what, what other things would you describe as creepy but interesting? Uh, well, uh, that Saturn devouring his son, uh, which comes, yes. which which is a reference to a Roman 
philosophy is the wrong word, isn't it? I mean, I What's a Roman? Uh, Roman. Yeah. A, a Roman is a is a very very old per, group of people uh, from Rome, which is a different place from this. So when you describe uh, Andy Parsons as one of a group of men, yeah, would this be a similar sort of group? It's, he's 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 sort of descended from Romans, but not just Romans. Many other invaders of the Celtic Isles also. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, okay. So the uh, Romans are people that Andy Parsons. Is, v- is related to in some very, way. Very, very distantly. <laughs> but not, it's taken thousands of years uh, for, okay. for, for the Romans to be distilled not, into Parsons. Not the same group of men. So you can have men who are related to one another who are part of different groups. Yes. Okay. Um, and so Romans would tell each other stories, uh, a bit like Andy Parsons. But whereas Andy Parsons tries to make his stories true but amusing, mm-hmm. uh, the Romans t- would tell stories that were untrue but metaphorical. Were they like writhe? the roof of the valley. Were they... Uh, so, 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 do you know what? Some, some of those Roman playwrights could be quite wry. Okay. But, uh, but, but generally speaking, these were stories that would be told in order to encourage them to behave in certain ways or to uphold certain values. And, and in ten seconds, what does devouring his son mean? Uh, oh, I, th- I think I think he ate his own child, but I'm, but don't quote me. I'm just d- deriving that from the title of the painting. Okay, we won't quote you. Your Without time is up. Without an air fryer, just the at uh, uh, yeah. raw. Without wish, an air fryer. Yeah. Wow. I wow. wish I was talking about Britney Spears more. I should do that. <laughs> Thank you, Stefan. Um, Andy, would you like to sum up what we've learned about uh, Saturn devouring his son by Francisco de Goya? Certainly. So this is a painting. Mm. which is something which is made of paint, which you can get from your garden. You can't get it from your garden without the aid of butterflies who go from one flower to have sex with that, and then they fly to another flower and have sex with that. Then at some point in this process, paint is derived. (laughs) Then that paint is used to do a picture of a story that Andy Parsons' ancestors told each other a long time ago to encourage good (laughs) behaviour. Oh, that's pretty spot on, isn't it? That's really good. Thank you. <laughs> we're, we're, we're happy that you're happy. Thank you, Stephen. Just so really much. proud. Thanks. Thank you. We don't know what that is. <laughs> Myself and Andy have only been alive for a day. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> just to remind you, Jenny. <laughs> we are aware that things happened before myself and Andy. Okay. Um, Jenny, oh, yeah. in three minutes, yeah. could you please explain to us what happened with the space race? <laughs> <laughs> Your three minutes start now. Oh, I'm so glad I've got this one because, um, so whoops, I did it again, takes place. If you... Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I did it again. Thank you. Um, takes place on a planet, which is... So you know we talked about the we only we've only heard the song and I don't remember you her singing about planets at any point. You haven't seen the video, okay? Mm. Well, that's not going to help then. To you, could, you could tell us about the no video if it helps. Please. I mean, yeah, it will. All right, here we go. <laughs> you know, I talked about the the, the substrate that land the substrate the on which we are. Yep, um, yeah, yeah. And so that, believe it or not, is like a sphere. What's a sphere? It's a circle. It's a ball. Do you know what a ball is? No. Have we covered balls? <laughs> no. Indirectly. No. Um, 
So you know the shape of Andy Parsons' head? Yes. Um, that's what substra- the substrate, if you t- if you went really far, far away from where we are, yeah. even though there's ups, ups and downs, it actually <laughs> it, is. It looks like Andy Parsons' It's just Andy Parsons' head. head. Right. Yeah, okay. just a big round. Yes. Okay. So yeah. if you were to get really close to Andy Parsons' head, would you be able to detect valleys and yeah. houses yeah. and yeah. gardens and uh-huh. things like that? Yeah. Is oh, it- not, no, no. You would just see... Um, Orifices. Andy Parsons' head contains orifices. Orifices. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And actually, who am I? There might be gardens in there, but you'd have to look so closely. We haven't got time for that. The ball that we're on. Sorry, I hit the table. You told me not to, but I'm very stressed. That's that's okay. We 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 appreciate the information you're trying to give us. Now, tell us more about how the Upside Did It Again video is related to Andy Parsons' head. The Upside Did It Again. Oop, the oops, I did it again video takes place on another different ball than Andy Parsons' head. So we're, so say, say we're on Andy Parsons' head. There's other <laughs> bald people. So Richard Fairbrass's head is like nearby. And then, um, and then upon that, Britney Spears is wearing like a red shiny jumpsuit. Can Britney Spears detect the movements as Richard Fairbrass is, is dancing around? No, because she's really tiny. She's like within some of the orify of Richard Fairbrass's head. So okay. she's not she's not bothered by it, like but um, the space race <laughs> yes. is that people try to get from one head to another. <laughs> <laughs> How? With um, with a with um, with so you know an air fryer. Yeah, yeah. So that creates like a lot of heat. Oh yeah. And then so there's some um, uh, sometimes if a person gets in a thing which also creates heat out of like part of it, then that kind which of, part of it? Like say the back of it. The back of it. Then it makes the front of it go. It goes forward. Thank you, Jenny. Your time is up. <laughs> What you've done is you've explained to us there that people were trying to get from Richard Fairbrass's head to Andy Parsons' head using an air fryer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. You could be a primary school teacher, I think. Thank you. Uh, I think I'd like that now mm. that I've done this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that this is helping you as well as helping us. Um, Stefan, in... <laughs> Three minutes. Could you please explain to us um, the great train robbery? Uh, okay. Well, this so uh, many trains have been robbed, but this was a, a, a very, very famous one. What's, What's a train? train? Uh, a train is a vehicle uh, that is designed like an for air mass fryer. transit. No, <laughs> absolutely not like an air fryer. Uh, Would it, you use it to travel between Fairbrass and Parsons? Um, well, Fairbrass and Parsons would, would be able to get on a train. Ooh. Because a train is significantly larger than either of those two. And is getting on a train a natural or a supernatural power? Uh, it is a natural power, uh, <laughs> but you must wait until the train is stationary. Okay. Uh, because if it is already moving, you, it's very dangerous. It goes very oh. fast and it's very large. Uh, so it's it, a large thing that moves quickly. Yes. Does heat come out the back of it? Heat does come out of the back of it, actually, yes. Okay. Um, so what you should... Does do- it have any other qualities? Uh, so the heat is an unintentional thing. I, I think in an ideal world, the people who made the trains don't really want the heat, but it's you have to have the heat 
because that Why? it is a consequence of the machinery that is used to make it move which is uh which which is uh these days is it electric diesel is it okay it's engine <laughs> it's a complicated piece of machinery I, much like an air fryer i don't understand it in detail okay but clever people built it so that it would move and it'll move between one place and another that are very very far away too far to walk and okay. the great train robbery yes. was when a group of robbers tried... What are robbers? Yeah. Uh, so they are people who take things that do not belong to them. What belongs to them and what things do they want? Uh, so, well, so the things that you belong are things that you know for. <laughs> <laughs> that you, that you, this is my second language. This is hard. Um, What's a the, language? Uh, a language is the specific subset of words that you have in common. So we have the English language in common, uh, but my first language which is Welsh. You don't know very many of those words. What's Welsh? Uh, Welsh is a different language. Hello. Uh, uh, yeah, that doesn't show it off to its best. But diolch yn fawr, Jeff. It's just another language, just a better language. But that's, okay. but that's but, So the idea is that you would, in between two places, try yes. to intercept the train to take things from it that are of value. Your life is better now because you have those things. What are those things? Uh, maybe gold. May, uh, maybe wealth, maybe objects that. How are would you take things. wealth from a train? Uh, well, the concept of wealth, you wouldn't. You would take things that represent wealth. How do you steal a concept? Uh, you by <laughs> by stealing the thing that represents the concept. Okay, so stealing okay. gold from a train. If you're a robber, yeah. But why doesn't that gold belong to you? Uh, be, be, well, look, they, right, we're back to Russia now. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 we, as people, we have generally agreed on a system where some things are said to belong to a person. Uh, and there are many different systems by which we d d decide who Thank owns you. what. Thank you. <laughs> Andy, would you like to sum up what we've learned about the Great Train Robbery? Yes. So, um, the, uh, I can't remember where we bloody started. Um, the, the, a train is a vehicle. It's not like an air fryer. It's bigger. It's natural to get on one. But if it's going too fast, it's unnatural and dangerous. <laughs> and you would use this to go between places that are very, very far apart, which aren't either Richard Fairbrass or uh, Andy Parsons. Some of them contain things which represent the concept of wealth. And a group of people who don't own something that represents wealth might want to intercept the train in order to get those objects. Um, and uh, I understand that in some way Russia has maybe abolished this concept of wealth or done something to it. <laughs> Excellent. I, I, I can't tell you any more. Thank you for that stuff. Oh, that's so much for three minutes, isn't it? Yeah, loads. <laughs> I think you did well, as far as yeah. I understand. Oh, well, Thanks. you did very well, because you. You, you understood it. There are so many different things to learn about. I'd like to put some more to you. Uh, Jenny, in two minutes, can you please tell us what a chaise longue is? Mm. Your time starts now. So, sometimes when you have... Sometimes you want to put your body in a horizontal position, so... What times? When, when you're weary... Or horny. <laughs> and Could you please describe what qualifies those two states? So weary is when you have been doing something that fatigues you. Uh -huh. Such as? Running. Okay. Trying to move at the pace of a train. Trying mm. to move at an unnatural pace, yeah. Yeah, um, unnatural. Yeah. 
Um, I've forgotten any of the other things I've told you about, so I've still just got <laughs> Richard Ferber. No. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so, a chaise long is a thing that you can... No, you've like, forgotten yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? We understand what weary is now. Okay. <laughs> What's, What's horny? Because <laughs> you said it was important to our understanding of a chaise long. So. Yeah, so, um, so you know before I told you about the peg and the hole thing? Yeah. So, when before, just before you do that, just before. Just before you do that, you it's, sometimes it's good to do it in a horizontal plane. Right. Um, and so you, um, so you, the peg in the hole. That's an example of horny. Is that? Well, it's yeah, a, it's so a pre-horny the, state. So horny okay. is like the pre-state. Okay. Horny is what is what you are just before you put a peg in the hole. Exactly. Because and then do you become weary after that? Oh, absolutely. How many flowers would a butterfly have to visit to go from being horny to being weary? <laughs> oh, loads actually. They're really busy. Oh no, that's bees. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what's the chaise long? Uh, it's something that you recline upon, so you put your body instead of. Portrait, you put it in landscape. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. Thanks very much. Your, your time is up. You've explained to us that a chaise long is something that makes you horizontal if you're weary or horny. I like that you've never been asked to explain sex, but you've done it every every turn. <laughs> oh, God. I was going to start to describe nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Stefan. In two minutes, could you please uh, tell us what a wishing well is? Your time starts now. Okay, well, it's a special type of well. Uh, What's a well? A well is a hole in the ground from which you get water. So, so the ground, the substrate, so there's something beneath. Yeah, so, so, so uh, water is essential to live. And uh, if you do, you'll know water, of course, as something that goes in an air fryer. Is that true? I don't think so. Okay, you don't. Maybe. <laughs> well, oh, maybe. Yeah, we know an air fryer is. We don't necessarily know everything that goes in an air fryer. Okay. Yeah. Well, so water is an, is a liquid that is essential to consume uh, for survival. Would you describe it as an ointment? Uh, I no, but <laughs> but water is necessary to produce ointment. So that's another very important. So it's use. part of something that you'd put on a king. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, uh, and you get it from the bottom of a well. You, well, so sometimes you have to because uh, if like there are many different sources of water, but in some places you have to dig underground. Name four only. sources of water. Uh, name four sources: uh, rivers, rain, tears, and wishing wells. Okay. <laughs> so it can't be derived back out of ointment. It can't be. Uh, if that system has not been invented yet, and if it was, it would be a tremendous waste of time. <laughs> So so so, <laughs> so, 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 water to ointment is a permanent change of state at present. Were you, yeah. were you to scrape ointment from the king, yeah, and try and turn it back into water, yeah, that would be a waste of time. That would be yes, and maybe treason, depending on which king you. Did What's it treason? To. Treason is when you do a bad thing to a king, such as <laughs> well, um, k- killing a king, very definitely right. treason. What's killing? Uh, k- killing is uh, stopping something from being alive. Okay. Uh, we right. ge- we generally believe as people, um, but this isn't an objective truth. But we mm-hmm. believe that killing people is wrong because we think life is good. We think it's good to live, and so if you kill a thing on purpose for no good reason, and what's um, what 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 does killing do to 
Uh, it means they, they can't operate anymore. They don't they don't experience the world. They don't know things. They can't do anything. They don't take part in. So life were you to kill them. Andy Parsons, he wouldn't be able to do. He wouldn't be able to do stand up. He wouldn't be able to do anything. He, there, there would be no Andy Parsons. There would just be a body in the shape that Andy Parsons used to be. Your, your, your time's up. What makes the the well wishing? Uh, oh, you you throw coins in it and make a wish. Little little, little indications of wealth. Uh, and then you make a wish and you hope it becomes true and some people think that that actually happens and some people think it's a lie we tell children because it's nice to hear Thank you Um, Andy, would you like to uh, use that clarification to sum up what we've learned about what a wishing well is? Yep, I'll have a pop Um, So water is essential to life If you deprive something of water it dies and uh, if you turn water into an ointment it can't be changed back So... um, you get this water from under the ground. You also get it from tears, uh, rivers, and two other Rain. sources. Rain and... Wishing wells. Yeah. What's yeah. wishing wells? Well done. Thank you. Right. Have a star. <laughs> and then you can also chuck coins in there and then wishes come out. <laughs> but they might be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stefan. Well done, you. Thank you. Um... We are fascinated by human behaviour, mm. and we'd like to learn... Don't ask me about shagging again. <laughs> <laughs> again? <laughs> I don't believe I asked you at all. Um, I'd like to learn more about human behaviour. Uh, it's entirely your choice as to what information you volunteer. Okay. Uh, Jenny. Yeah? Um, in two minutes, yeah. would you like to explain to us... Um, what I would be doing if I were to have my teeth whitened. Okay. Two minutes. Time starts now. So, in order to eat the delicious goods that you've made in an air fryer, uh-huh. you need um, some... I don't know if you're aware of what you've got on your... In your I don't know if you're aware of yourself, but you've got... I'm aware I exist. Hard, sharp things in your mouth. In the hole in the front in of the my head. In the hole in the front of your head. There's, there's the hard, sharp things there's in There's hard, sharp things. Yes. And they're used for, I can feel that. for mm. mashing up whatever you consume to give you energy to go about your day and shag. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so um, those teeth... Um, How does mashing she, things up and consuming... What is consuming? So the um, you get... Um, power in your body from the um, little ju- little ju- electric juicy bits of food that go into your body, and somehow that. Tra- Would you describe your- that as natural or unnatural? Power? <laughs> uh, uh, it's magic. It's totally unnatural, unnatural. weird, supernatural, so amazing. I, okay. I'm not going to get more wry observations about the news if I if I eat um, eat. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, no. I don't know. Okay, but <laughs> the power you describe so helps me do what? Do it helps you um, go to a different ball in the solar system. <laughs> so it gets eat, you eating to food walk and run allows you and to travel in the air. So you make food in the anything, air fryer. You consume anything. the food, and then you can get in the air fryer, and you can travel with the power <laughs> that you've gained exactly. to Richard Fairbrass. All those sorts of things. Oh, as before, we talked about death. If you don't put the food into your hole in your face, you die. You stop. So you want to, yeah, you want to continue to being. So okay. Water so the food and, goes in. Yes. And you have to mash it down really small because it has to only go through quite a small tube, out and then out the back. And so it has to be made into a, like a squishy. Is it um, an intermediary process between going in the tube and coming out the end of the tube? Yeah, it gets mashed around and then it goes. 
<laughs> Your time is up, Jenny. Thank you very much indeed. What? Please, please go ahead. Well, you've explained to us that having your teeth whitened means <laughs> is it's. It was time. I got used to having three minutes, and then you take it back down to two. It's really hard. Well, we've we've got a lot to get through. Yeah, yeah. we want to get all this done before we die, <laughs> whenever that may be. Um, what we've come to learn is that you're. We don't know what about getting whitened, but your your your, your teeth are sort of sharp, hard things in the front of your hole in your head, mm. and you use them to mash down food. So that you can consume it, so you don't die and can continue going between places in an air fryer and/or shagging. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. I'm worried I've given Andy death anxiety by explaining death. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, is it something not to fear, or should it be feared? Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. Well, I think that thing you said about where the belief is that life is good, and I definitely subscribe to that belief. But imagine how embarrassing it's going to be when. Um, when if we do die and we look back at life and we're like that was so lame. <laughs> and actually, the next thing the is after like after party's better. way yeah, better. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, so don't worry. Don't like the it might problem. be fine. Don't if worry about it. Something to look forward to and yeah. expedite or don't, yeah, don't, don't 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 wish your life away. Right, but we're, okay. but it'll be interesting. So if I'm chucking a coin in the well, yeah. Think don't of, don't wish think for of a different lie. Although I mean, it's <laughs> got really dark. Yeah, although it might not happen anyway. So it's also I don't know. Jen, Jenny has introduced the concept of a, a life beyond life, which I have to confess, Andy, I find terrifying. As <laughs> well, I mean, there's so much to know about this one. That, yeah. Yeah. Well, including. <laughs> well, well, maybe the life beyond life is only the three things you already know about. We really have to move on. Yeah. Um, could you please tell us what we would be uh, doing if we were to go to a 70s themed party in two minutes starting now? Uh, okay, so the 70s. Mm. You know how yesterday you didn't exist? Uh, yeah, we're sort of, so, sort I mean, we of can aware inf- of... Infer- yeah, we can infer, we can infer that. Infer yeah. so, 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 so in a way, yesterday was different to today because there weren't you in it. Yes, it happened before us. Exactly. Mm. So the 70s is a period of time that is significantly longer ago again. Not only were there not you, there weren't any of us in this room, uh, and there were many other things that there were not also. Such as? Uh, <laughs> such as modern trains. The trains they had then were a bit different. A lot of things. How were the trains different in the 70s? <laughs> uh, they, ash well, trays. <laughs> ashtrays, yeah. They What's had an ashtray? An ashtray is a little dish that you can put your cigarette ash in. What's a cigarette? A cigarette is a thing that you smoke which is bad for you but addictive and does so it make you die or? it does make you die faster right. uh, and sometimes so if you were tired in expected of... ways uh, so if you were tired of life you could you could no it's a very 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 cigarettes. it's a very slow and unpleasant way to go and i wouldn't recommend okay. it what but, way would you <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's so p- people do it because they think it looks cool uh, or because of peer pressure. Why does dying quickly make you look cool? Um, oh, do you know what? Like, you've misunderstood something, but in a way that is true, I think. That's uh, good. L- yeah, I think the aesthetic of, of hey, appearing not to care about life mm. is cool. Because it's valuable. Yes. And if you don't care about something that's yeah. valuable, that, yeah, that, that suggests... That, that's, yeah, that we, we, we admire that, even though we don't... It's not necessarily the best way to live. So the train robbers weren't cool. Uh, <laughs> well, the the uh, some people might think they were cool. Uh, different people have different opinions on who is cool. Did and the who train is not. they robbed have ashtrays or not have ashtrays? Uh, I probably had ashtrays. 
um, although they, it's although it's longer ago than the seventies, so I don't, I don't know what the system was in those days. <laughs> uh, anyway, the seventies. Your time is up, Stefan. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. So much. <laughs> they probably just put their ash into sawdust on the floor. Yeah. Then, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're lucky they got robbed. That was, a, that was a fire hazard waiting to happen. <laughs> Andy, would you like to sum up what we've learned about going to a 70s-themed party? Before today, before yesterday, a long time ago, when the trains had ashtrays in, people behaved slightly differently, and you could... I think that's all we've learned. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Stefan. And people have different conceptions of what cool is. Yeah. Some people value valuing things, some people... Value pretending not to value things. That's useful to know in a 70s theme party. I've prepared you for it mm. more than I've explained mm. it, I think. <laughs> well, that's also useful. Yeah. Um, myself and Andy have use of the English language, but not a full understanding of it mm. or the meaning carried with it. It shows. Okay. Sorry, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You're trying, to, you're trying to get through it and I'm just... <laughs> No, we, we we appreciate any information yeah, that you can all, give us, and if if that's yeah, a you're quali- not doing a good job yeah. hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> if that's a qualitative judgment, yeah. then we'll take that on board. Yeah. <laughs> Understanding perception is good, yeah. according to some. Yeah, um, Jenny. <laughs> could you please explain to us uh, what I would mean if I were to say I'm going to throw another shrimp on the Barbie? Your two minutes start now. I don't even need two minutes. It's an open air air fryer and you throw a shrimp on it. What's a a shrimp? A prawn. What's a prawn? (laughs) A thing. What's a thing? (laughs) It's a delicious, delicious animal um, in a shell with eyes. I don't think we really covered what an animal. We know a butterfly is a type of animal. Yeah, a butterfly is a type of animal. um, And then another type of animal is a much juicier one that's sort of good with juicy butterfly. So, uh, is, yeah. Are they yeah. are they defined exactly. by their levels of juice? So if you were to put more <laughs> juice into a butterfly, would that render it a? Do you know a what? Shrimp? I reckon it's not. Be, I reckon it's happened before that people have cooked a butterfly and ate it, a la seafood. Or because it's more and more people eat insects. Anyway. Yeah, but what I'm asking about is is the quantity of juice in an animal. What? Yeah, people want succulent succulent things a, to to put in their mouth and mash down. So. It needs to be like, yeah, so, so, so you don't want something dry and sawdusty to put in your mouth. So pra- you, prawn is succulent. Juicy, succulent, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So if you, but if you add so, and extract amounts so would, of juice from a prawn or from a butterfly, does that change what they are? Does that change the animal? Or it doesn't change that, the animal, but it right. changes the experience of devouring them. Okay. And given that things that are succulent and full of juice are good, yeah. why would you put a prawn in an air fryer? Because that does it performs well, the ex- exclusive <laughs> purpose of removing all oh, <laughs> moisture oh, oh, and juice. I'm so glad you asked because you are right. But what it does, you don't put it on for too long. Right. So you just want to put it on so that it makes it not dangerous to eat because it might kill you if you eat it when it's raw. Because What's um, the difference between raw and not raw? Raw is um, sans air fryer. Raw is so, just out of the sea. Here he is, alive in my mouth. That's a, that's a, <laughs> is, that the, is that the quickest route to death? Uh, it's probably a non-fun, not that quick way. But would you death. recommend it? No. Thank you. Your time's up. 
I don't like that Andy seems to be scouting for <laughs> yeah, yeah. death. In two minutes, you've explained to us that what I would mean were I to throw another shrimp on the barbie uh, is that I would uh, pluck a juicy butterfly out of the sea, uh, briefly put it in an air fryer, and then um, consume it. Now I'm really worried that put another shrimp on the barbie is actually a euphemism for shagging, and I got it all wrong. I think that's another time you've brought that up. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank Thank you you so much. Um, Stefan, uh, in two minutes, could you please explain to us uh, the phrase, dance like nobody's watching? Okay. Time starts now. You know the the song Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears? Yes. Uh, You know how that gives you... something to do with Andy Parsons' head. (laughs) It feels sort of strange, doesn't it? You, you've, you must feel emotions when you listen to that. No. I think we need more context to feel emotion. We are capable of feeling yeah. emotions, whatever yeah. they are. Yeah. So, so it, you feel different now than when you are listening to that song. That's true. Yeah. The yeah. feelings that you have when listening to that song yes. might make you want to move your body rhythmically. Right. Yeah. It's, it, we went over this with um, Fairbrass. Yeah. And and yeah. and. It was before. This is something to do with horny again, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it can. It can be. People. People think that there might be a connection, but the key thing is when we listen to music such as Britney Spears or Right Said Fred, then we we it makes us want to move our bodies. However, a lot of people think it's not cool to move your bodies and not very dignified. Who doesn't think it's dignified to move your body? Certain people. Who? Uh, v- 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 many people. Many different people. For example, if you were at Andy Parsons' gig yes. and you started dancing while he was doing his stand-up, he would think that was very uncool. And probably why? so were his audience because it's inappropriate to move in that context. Why, why can't you move at an Andy Parsons concert? <laughs> <laughs> because at an Andy Parsons concert, uh, the, the words don't have the rhythm. They, they have a different sort of rhythm designed to make you feel relaxed and laugh. Whereas Britney Spears... When he has, asks if you've ever noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas when Britney Spears... Spears, um, it's the same voice in some ways, uh, <laughs> has uh, wants some you ways. to feel horny and move your body. So what the, the phrase dance <laughs> like Andy Parsons doesn't, doesn't want, want you horny. Want you, want you horny. No, he very much does not want you horny. Funny is the opposite of sexy. That's important. Write that down. And in now, four seconds, what's funny? Uh, funny is the opposite of sexy. It's where you feel so relaxed and at ease. It's when you throw in a peg and a hole in two different directions. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't even be bothered about the peg and the hole. Thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> we very much appreciate the information there. Andy, would you like to sum up what we've learned about the phrase, to dance like nobody's watching? Yeah. So to dance like nobody's watching uh, means to move your body rhythmically in a manner that Andy Parsons would absolutely hate. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> You pretend that he can't see you. <laughs> Thank you, Steph. You're welcome. Andy, at the end of that, who do you think has provided the most satisfactory explanations? Um, it's a tough one. Mm. It's a real doozy, whatever the hell that is. Yeah, um, I, I would agree. I, it's not that like I've got anything to judge it against. <laughs> I, I felt that the, the, the understanding of the... The, the surface that we're on was, was pretty crucial. Yeah. Um, however, um, I did find um, Stefan's explanations of, of death and how to get there um, exciting and alluring. So I'm afraid <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to Stefan. Yeah. Um, whilst I agree, um, I, I, I thought Jenny contributed many useful things 
to shagging, the horny. Well, that the, the problem was is that it, it was mainly shagging. Yeah. So I, think I don't overall, want you to make out like this is me that did that. Like you said, I'm too sexy for my whatever. That was one of my questions. <laughs> that was one of my questions. <laughs> and then everything just snowballed. <laughs> well, we don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> But we appreciate the information, but I'm going to agree that Stefan gave the uh, the most satisfactory explanation. Hmm. So, um, Jenny, you don't seem okay with that. <laughs> Jenny Collier, thank you very much. Please, um, you're welcome. <laughs> Jenny's meal, thank you very much. <laughs> Stefan Allen, thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. Thanks. Oh, oh my God! At last. Alexander! <laughs> Andy! Oh, I mean, well, he got what he wanted. Yeah. yeah. You have been listening to Born Yesterday featuring Andy Barr and me, Alexander Bennett. I created the show and Steve Pretty composed the music. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Follow us on social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>